Here is a stat from today's story that's kind of mind-blowing. The University of Vermont Health Network, which serves the Plattsburgh and Malone areas in addition to Vermont, has more than 100 unfilled doctor jobs. Plattsburgh's hospital itself has 20. The crazy thing is there are doctors who want to work here in the North Country, but they're from other countries and they can't get visas. A new immigration program could help. That's today's story of the day. Support for Story of the Day comes from Kenny Drugs, now offering a new mobile app to help patients better manage prescriptions for themselves and their family. More at KennyDrugs.com. And Clarkson University, offering over 95 programs of study with campuses in the Hudson Valley, Central, and Northern New York. More at Clarkson.edu. Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Friday, December 8th. First up, St. Lawrence County's first state-licensed cannabis dispensary opened its doors yesterday afternoon. Todd Moe visited the highest peak on Market Street in Potsdam after a ribbon-cutting ceremony with local officials. Tyler, who lives in Canton, was one of those waiting in line to enter the new store. Viva la resistance. <laughs> no, it's about time, man. It's good. Uh, it's actually great for the community, I think, because these guys are local owners as well. So it's not, you know, I don't know. There's going to be a lot of dispensaries that people are owning out of state, uh, city-wise, right? So it's nice to keep the money local. So I think that's important, too. Yeah. So, And it's uh, it's been a long time coming, you know, and it's... Uh, if alcohol is legal, then marijuana should be legal. It's as simple as that. And I think this is a good thing for uh, the community. And I like how they close it up so kids can't, you know, know what it is. I think this is a good way of doing it, you know. So, uh, yeah, it's a good thing. Inside, owners Aurora Wood and Kinsey LaPointe mingled with Potsdam's mayor, other local business owners, friends, and customers like Stephanie Russo, who was first in line to make a purchase. It's a big uh, moment for everyone involved. A lot of hard work went into it, so I'm excited to support them. Uh, having the education and um, regulated products so you know what you're consuming is really important for a lot of people who haven't been able to find um, you know, the right fit for them when it comes to cannabis consumption. Um, so not only supporting these wonderful business people, but also, you know, for my own mental health is something that was important to me. Cannabis to smoke, drink, and chew, along with CBD items like lotions and balms, are neatly arranged in glass display cases. The highest peak has 16 state-trained employees. Co-owner Kinsey LaPointe says clerks with handheld smart devices will help customers find what they're looking for and answer questions. We have anything that you can think of, from edibles, your pre-rolls, your flour, to gummies of all sorts of different flavors. Uh, If you're into tinctures, we have that. We have beverages. Um, So, you know, if you want to just sip on something, those are a good alcohol replacement. Sales will be strictly limited to those 21 years and older under state law, something owner Aurora Wood takes very seriously. The store's windows are frosted and customers must present a valid ID when entering the store. She says so far, the response has been positive. Lots of support. I think the families in the area are happy that the illegal stores were closed down because they were not mindful on the age of who they were selling to. We're here, you have to be 21 even to enter the building. We have uh, multi-step ID checking, so if somebody comes in here with a fake, our scanner will be able to pick that up, and then we do not give people their IDs back if they give us a fake, so hopefully that will deter them from even trying. 
Wood says the highest peak is not only St. Lawrence County's first cannabis dispensary, but also the only women-owned dispensary in the North Country. She says some of the next steps for the store include an online menu and home delivery sometime early next year. There's a big shortage of physicians in rural areas across the country, and the North Country is no exception. It's a problem that'll take more than one solution to fix. The newest fix aims to increase the pool of eligible doctors from other countries. Kara Chapman has more. International med school students usually study here under what's called a J-1 visa. Once they finish, they're required to go back to their home countries for two years before they can return to practice in the U.S., unless they get a waiver. But those are in short supply. Each state can only recommend up to 30 doctors per year to get those waivers. And that's not a lot when you have hundreds of hospitals and health centers like New York does. So we've always used the strategy of apply for one. That's Lisa Van Natten. She's the director of medical staff recruitment at Champlain Valley Physicians Hospital in Plattsburgh and Alice Hyde Medical Center in Malone. And, you know, we've thought in the past about applying for two, but then you'd be competing against yourself. Van Natten says they could even use more than two. She says it's frustrating when the applicant pool is pretty vast. There are um, many, many J-1 visa applicants that come across our emails to our recruitment team on a daily basis. Uh, But things are about to change. There's a new program that doesn't have a cap on the number of waivers. It's run by the Northern Border Regional Commission, or NBRC. The NBRC is a federal-state partnership. It focuses on economic and community development in parts of New York, Maine, and New Hampshire, and all of Vermont. The commission announced the program at CVPH this week. And Van Natten was excited. I told them I might come in doing cartwheels. The waivers would go to physicians who agree to practice for three years in rural and underserved areas in MBRC's region. That covers more than 200 healthcare facilities across 60 counties, including those in the North Country. Chris Saunders is the NBRC's federal co-chair. He says the agency usually focuses on awarding grants to support things like infrastructure. But he says over time, the commission's heard about other challenges that can't be fixed with new water pipes and better roads. We know that without reliable health care, not everyone can be fully active in their community or participate fully in the workforce. Under the new system, the NBRC can only recommend that doctors from other countries get the waivers to stay in the U.S. Federal immigration officials will still need to sign off. But the strategy has worked in other areas. This is not a a new program. That's Mark Pattison. He serves on behalf of Governor Kathy Hochul on both the NBRC and the Appalachian Regional Commission. That commission covers counties across New York's southern tier and 12 other states. Uh, We have a long history of being able to use this program to enhance and amplify uh, the opportunities uh, in the, the Appalachian region. Which is the Appalachian Regional Commission set up its own waiver program more than 30 years ago. A spokesperson says it's recommended more than 2,200 physicians for waivers, and immigration authorities have approved all of them. Dr. Lisa Mark is the chief medical officer at CVPH and Alice Hyde, which are part of the University of Vermont Health Network. She estimates that the network has more than 100 open doctor positions, and CVPH has more than 20. 
Mark says the hospitals she oversees have had to turn away well-qualified candidates who needed visa waivers. And now we won't have to say no anymore. So this will allow access for our patients, more physicians, um, for us to be able to offer the services we really need to offer. But Pattison emphasizes that this new program is just one piece of the puzzle. He says other needs, like broadband, housing, and childcare, still need to be addressed. So this is not the solution. It's it's one part of a, of a way to address the, the shortage of uh, healthcare workers. Still, Chris Saunders from the NBRC says he sees something bigger with the launch of the waiver program. He says it has widespread bipartisan support. That includes the Biden administration and governors and members of Congress from both parties, like Representative Elise Stefanik. We're all pulling in the same direction on a program that is blending together health care and immigration, some controversial topics. And to me, that's no small feat and reason for optimism about our ability to work together in service of the people who live in this region. At this point, the NBRC's applications are only open to physicians who will practice primary or psychiatric care. The commission says it may expand the program to some specialty care applications sometime in 2024. Doctors who come in under the new program will most likely start next summer. Kara Chapman, North Country Public Radio, Plattsburgh. We have more news through the weekend on our website, ncpr.org. Remember, if you want to listen to Story of the Day on your own time, not at 548 weekdays and all things considered, you can. Subscribe to the podcast. Have it delivered to your device of choice for free every weekday and listen when you want. You can binge them all at the on the weekend or whatever. Go to your podcast app and search for NCPR Story of the Day or go to ncpr.org slash podcasts. Music today by Alan Dunham of South Glens Falls and Jared Summerfeld of Potsdam. I'm David Summerstein. North Con- Have a great weekend. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.